Hi, I'm Kaylin. And I'm Christina. And this is K-Pop Love Affair. This week, we're discussing the album D-Day. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Um, <laughs> every time I think of different things, like be better, be more prepared and stuff, and I mm-hmm. still don't be doing it. Um, like one thing I was thinking of, of like making note, like have a note in my whatever notes to be like when stuff pop up, like as news. Because mm-hmm. I had stuff I thought that I wanted to say in like the news section. But, but you didn't make note of it. And now you don't remember. No, not <laughs> at all. I'm just like, what happened since last? There was stuff that happened that I wanted to say. Yeah. I mean, for me, I have to write things down. Otherwise, it's gone. And I'm like, I don't remember. So if something happened the past couple of weeks, I don't know. <laughs> like we might have missed it. Right. I can't remember because obviously things are always happening. Pretty much. So... I mean, usually I focus mainly on like BTS news, obviously, but yeah, I'm just really, general. We, we're so aware I do of general mixture, K-pop news. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I can't remember like what's been happening. Oh, it just came to me one. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, first, first, start with the sad news of Moonbin's passing from Astro. Right. I actually... Obviously, all the top groups have been around a while. You've heard of them. Mm-hmm. So I've heard of Astro, but I literally never listened to any of their music. I think I listened to their last release, though. Just randomly, I was just like, oh, I'm going to watch this music video. Right. I don't even remember the name of the song was. It was like Candy Pop Sugar something. Uh, Sugar I don't Pop think I've candy. ever listened to any of their music, but I was aware of them as a group. So, yeah. Um, but he's a part of that group. And I guess he also was doing, like, hosting on variety shows and stuff. So people really seen him a lot. Like, he's on... Right. apparently so but yeah that was like shocking i was like what yeah very sad so yeah um that happened this week and i think they just had the funeral and everything but i feel, I feel like they only like postponed some things but they right. didn't do everything and i was like that's messed up it seems like i guess it's just up to the company how they want to handle it Maybe, yeah. so or i don't know i don't know how much the groups themselves have a say mm-hmm. but yeah it seems like some postponed things and some were just like business as usual but yeah i don't know i think he was like 25 so mm-hmm. i'm sure he was a lot of he friends with a lot of people in that age range too right on that time so i'm sure this is tough the fact for that them like well. some of them had to yeah. keep working like they'll get no time off that's horrible so but yeah so that's unfortunate um but i mean i guess it's the same in anything, I guess they did you know, the same you thing over you here You only get too. bereavement leave for someone in your days. immediate family. Yeah. Oh yeah, it has to be your immediate it's family. It's not going to be. You're right. You're for right. a friend or yeah. Just, it has to be your immediate family. You would have to take off personal time for that, or just keep pushing through. That's true. It's the same thing over here. Um. But yeah, it's just. I feel like they were just performing somewhere too. Apparently, I don't know. Like I said, I don't follow the group. I just see what people are talking about. So yeah, so that's sad. Um. The thing I just remember right now mm-hmm. uh, was about Hobie going into. Oh, my goodness. I guess both are sad. We we'll don't have ways, to address that. <laughs> we don't have to address yeah. that. It was just like, well, because like it was a sad week. So first it was like yeah. Hobie left. And then it's like next day, 
somebody passed away and you're like what yeah so yeah this week in k-pop was like somber because of the passing i know people were sad of course of hobie leaving and then of course him passing away was like shocking right like no one was expecting that i don't there's not really much details no i just read that they believe it's suicide right yeah because i found it odd when they first when i first read the headline I mean, you always wonder how. So I just thought it was interesting that they didn't just automatically state mm-hmm. Moonbin passes as a result of... It, it just made it seem like, oh, he died. He just like he just happened to die. It's like, no. Like, <laughs> he, that's so weird. He committed suicide. That kind of puts it on a different level. So Yeah. But, you know, I, oh, his sister, I heard, was a part of a group, too. And she's like... Uh, right, because I was seeing clips of him performing with her, I yeah, think, or something. Yeah, she's a part of some girl group. I don't okay. know what group, so... Wow. I'm just like, mm. so yeah, you know, hopefully, I mean, those situations, it's just like, oh, this came up too, because one of my uh, mem- team members was going, said they were going to a funeral this weekend, like their un- his uncle passed away. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about like, what do you say to people when someone passes? Like, you just never know what to say. And then he was like, uh, he said, he said something was kind of like, what so like kind of make them laugh but it was funny because oh, okay. we first said we were like what are you talking about and then we started laughing he's like see it makes people start laughing so he kind of tries to like i guess put a smile on put their a face. smile on their face because it's just like what do you say to people the mm-hmm. other guy was like i don't know like sorry for your loss like it just yeah, feels so yeah the pat answer <laughs> right he's just like you don't know what to say it's yeah. like ah like you hate to hear that so I feel bad for all his, you know, family and friends and close to him because it's like out of nowhere. Whenever something's sudden, like it's so worse, it's worse. Like there was no right. preparation for it. Right. So, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say for the news section. I couldn't remember anything other than obviously those two things of why not. So we don't have to talk about Hobie leaving. Let's not. Let's <laughs> not. Do we already that. know it's sad. So. But he'll he'll be back. He'll be back. But uh, today we're going to be talking about August D's new album dropped. <laughs> Woo! Um, yeah. Uh, it came so fast. I mean, I thought in my head when they announced the tour, I was like, I feel like a lot of times people do music before their tour starts. So I was just like, wonder what it happened. Mm-hmm. And some people were like, oh, it's going to come in June. I'm like, June? But the concerts start before then. Before then, that's kind of yeah. weird. But I was like, I don't know where people find this information. <laughs> people <we> have information. <laughs> right. Um, But yeah, so I was just like, okay, we'll see. Um, And I know last year, I can't even remember in the dinner, they kind of talked about the order they would do the releases, I think, slightly, vaguely. Like, did they? Because they were like, Hobie's is first. Because mm. by that time, did we know he was going to be Lollapalooza? I, I think we, like did. we did. Yeah. Uh, so I think they were like, Hobie's first. And then that was about it. I feel like the only other thing I remember is JK said his was going to come after Sugar's. Oh, he did? Oh. I think that's what I remember Well, I mean, we know saying. he's working on it, so that makes sense. But other than that, we really didn't know the order. Because I don't even know if Arm was like, Maybe he did say it then, like, I'm going to come after Hobie. I feel like they were vaguely talking about the order, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. 
because I was like, Jen didn't really say anything that he was doing. So we, right. we had no clue when his stuff was coming. But we knew that his had to be first because we knew he was going right. to be going to the military first. So it was more of just like putting those clues together. Right. But in the dinner, he never said anything like when it was happening. Because, I mean, they recorded that a couple of months before, obviously. Right. June. It wasn't like a live dinner. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if they did a live dinner? That That'd would be, be crazy. Crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Needless to say, I didn't know when his album's coming, but I assume it had to be soon. But yeah, so they were like, album coming, and then the documentary. I was like, he's doing a documentary too? They got that contract with Disney, I see. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then, yeah, so we were like, wow, we have no time to breathe after Jimin's stuff. Because <laughs> it was right. like Jimin's promo, promo, and then like we're going straight into Sugars. Right. Um, so yeah, but it, I mean, basically... It's just so funny because last year everyone was just so emotional, distraught with the dinner and what they were saying. And then it's like, we have not we haven't stopped. Had there has been no stop. It was supposed to be chapter two break. Right. There's, no There's break. been no break. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm really waiting. Like I'm thinking maybe next year we might really It'll feel the more, break. Right. If they all go by the end of the year, which we right. don't know for sure if they will or not, obviously. But I feel like once they've all released and because I feel like that was the next big thing that we were to expect from each member. So you're telling me that Jimin's about to go? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I don't know that. (laughs) I'm just, no, what I was going to say is that once everyone has released their drop, then maybe we can expect a break because there's really nothing to, to look forward to or prepare for other than maybe whatever individual projects they might be doing. But we don't have any clue of when the timing or what that would be. So, but like you said too, I mean, like we've talked about before, if they're supposed to be coming back 2025, 2026 ish, I mean, yeah, they all got to go sooner rather than later. Yeah. So that would make sense that, um, maybe next year will be more of an actual break that we were expecting where it's going to be kind of somewhat radio silence from them, which will be weird because we haven't experienced that at all since we've been part of the fandom. Yeah. Like we get content for days. It's not stopped mm-hmm. at all. It's just a different because it's all solo focus. Right. But like there's still something happened from one of the members. But yeah, so um I forgot what I was saying. Album, documentary, <laughs> all of that. Um But yeah, okay, so he Oh, that's right, because the last one we were talking about comebacks in in um March and we were like we're gonna leave our thoughts for people part two even though technically people part two did come out in April but it was so close to the time we recorded that it, we had seen it already mm-hmm. and we were like let's just leave it right okay we didn't say anything about it so we can start there we can start with the pre track pre-release track people part two um the people song the first one is it's um it's not hard hitting. It's more mellow. Like it's more, I don't know a lot of vocabulary words. <laughs> so I keep using the same one, even though it's like, that's not what I'm trying to say. But I felt like it was still more upbeat than this song. This song was even more mellow to me personally. Well, I was saying like, I was thinking along that lines. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, okay, people part two is going to be more mellow. Vibe. Which it is. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, that's what I'm thinking is going to be. Yeah. Right. But no, yeah, I think this is even more. Right. For sure. So, What's just so funny 
what your our first thoughts of the song when we heard it um confusion yeah i mean let me, i'm trying to go back to when we first watched no no, no. okay so when we the first video when, we, when the so when it started i was like okay i'm ready and it started and i was just like it started off her doing the chorus iu yes iu doing the chorus i honestly did not register that she was singing in english the i had first no time clue i was in english either um so she was singing it and i was like oh, okay and then um the chorus go on and then I was like you know what I feel like she is saying English words here but they're not making sense to me Mm -hmm. I feel like that was like my thought process but I just kept going with it well my initial thoughts I don't pay attention to lyrics on the first watch of a a music video because there's just too much to try to do both since I have to read the lyrics so my first thought was just that um I felt like it was a sugar song versus an August D oh, song okay. because it was more laid back. It was chill. The visuals were just him by himself in different, like in a, in a, in a house in different places. He had, there was a dog there. So it just gave me like warm, cozy vibes. The song to me was perfect for like, you're, it's a beautiful day and you're driving down a picturesque yeah. highway and the windows are <laughs> down. The air is blowing your hair. That was the vibe I was getting. I really liked uh, IU's part. I think she has a beautiful voice. Um, and Suga had some parts where he was singing. Mm-hmm. That was also very nice. And the rap was just mellow, flowing. So yeah, it just hit me as a really feel-good song when I first uh, watched it. And then when I watched it a second time to pay attention to the lyrics, I was just like, what? what? <laughs> when I read, I use yeah. the chorus, which in the chorus is actually very catchy. It is. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sing that. Oh, it's English too? Because right. then it just registered that this is English that she's speaking. And then I was like, but is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was definitely was thinking like, okay, okay, I'm this going. Let me see if I can make this make sense. But uh, I was just like, yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe there was just some some something lost in translation between if you said this in Korean versus if you said this in English and they just put in English regardless. And it's like, well, it doesn't really make as much sense. Well, normally for me, if the song's slower, I put the lyrics on immediately because mm-hmm. I can keep track of both. Cause I it's not, even, I don't even want to do that effort. I just <laughs> yeah. want to fully focus on the visual. It's not like, it's not too much going on to where I can see both. Right. Normally if it's like a more fast paced song, they have a lot of cuts, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is happening. So like you want to focus on the visual first right. versus the lyrics. But I was like, okay, this song is chill. So I just turned on the actual the captions. captions. I was like, I can see the captions go like, it's just shots and like nice scenery and him standing around. So I was like, <laughs> right. I think I can just read the lyrics at the same time. So that's why when I first started and it was going, I was like, okay, yeah. And then it came back around the chorus and I was like, huh <laughs> what i don't get what's saying so it was funny when you called and you were like yeah what's she saying <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like okay i wasn't tripping are you interpreting what she's because saying here? i was just like am i dumb like i'm confused what she's saying i'm like this makes no sense <laughs> uh but yeah i thought that was funny but yeah no i normally wouldn't have the lyrics on but because i realized it was a slow song right i was just like Okay, I'm gonna put the lyrics on. I can do both. <laughs> but yeah, no, my first impression of the song was like you said, it was a good vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Sugar's voice. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, he is giving us, he is playing into everything everyone loves, like the shots on the hand. Oh, yeah. I was just, <laughs> I can't take it seriously. Right. I just like started laughing to myself. Like, I know that people are losing their minds. Like, the hands, the clothes, <laughs> hands. So funny. Right. So I can't even take it seriously whenever I see shots of people's hands. Like, hands don't do it for me. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Um, I do notice oh. hands, but I'm not as enthusiastic as, as some people are yeah. about it. But he does have nice hands for no, a dude. He, he does. has nice dude hands. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, it is something that I do notice. And I understand why people like his hands so much. But, yeah, I'm just not as enthusiastic about it. But I'm like, yeah, he has, he has good hands. But the whole lingering on it and stuff. I'm like, I was oh, okay. weak. <laughs> <laughs> I was so weak. But yeah, I, I think he said like he wanted her in the music video, but I guess, right. was it schedules didn't work? Mm-hmm, uh, something like that. But I feel like, what would she have done? I guess been in shots like him, just by, like, I'm like, I feel like it worked how it was. I mean, it, it could have been her in her own place and singing oh, true. Yeah. the chorus. It could have been her. I think that would have made more sense than for her to be in the same space right, as Right, that's why I was like, I don't think them being in the same space would have flowed to me I'm personally. Sure they would have made it work. But I felt like it was fine the way it, the video ended up being. Yes. Well, um, we're not going to get into the lyrics yet. Okay. We're going to do it. We're just talking order. about the, the visuals. I just want to talk about the music videos first. But we can, we already have said like obviously how we felt about the, <laughs> the chorus. I'm making those The sense. lyrics of the chorus. But no, I liked the video and I was like, this is going to be, well, not the, quite the same, but similar to where. Jimin did the pre-release. Right. So I'm like, I'm expecting the main track to be different. Right. So that kind of similar vibe. So I'm just like, it's going to be crazy, the main track. This is a pre-release track. Nice little thing to get you excited. Mm -hmm. But like, I know I had seen things online, like people weren't feeling people part two. Right. Um, Mainly because of the chorus not making sense. (laughs) Right. But I did see a lot of people complaining about that. Uh, I think because you think August D, you think, you know, hard hitting. Right. Immediately. So I think that's what people are expecting, I guess, out the gate. But I was like, this is a pre-release, pre-release track. So I wouldn't expect him to go all out on the first one necessarily. Right. You could. I mean, Jimin did it. But <laughs> um, I feel like it's different with him because he was never a solo artist in that way. Right. So I feel like we had it, no expectations. Of right. Them. Kind of doing that way gets you really pumped because it was something completely different. That's what I thought. Right. I you, agree. So even though people had criticism about that as well, but you know, we already talked about that. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I'm just like, you know, everybody has their opinions and once again, they wrong. That's how I felt when I was seeing <laughs> right. the rhetoric about people part two. I'm like, I can just give you that the chorus makes zero sense, but it's still a good song. It is. So Sonically, it's good. Lyrically, it's amazing outside of the chorus. So I'm like, the chorus know. is catchy. That's what you want a chorus to be. It's catchy and it makes no sense. Okay, but it's catchy though. I'm <laughs> sitting there singing it. So <laughs> I don't know. People just complain all the time. <sighs> but anyway, now we get into the main title track. <laughs> so I'm just like, whoa, what are we going to get? Right. What mm-hmm. are we going to get? And I was not expecting it to be like Deschatel part two, like a storyline. Right. That part. Right. And he was like, yeah, they all connected. And I'm like, 
because there's one mm-hmm. more music video to go we have in a few days so i'm like wow he's going all out with the storyline mm-hmm. um and he also said this was the end of august which is sad but he, i think he he made a wise choice to go this direction i get it but we'll get into that but yeah so <laughs> as soon as we saw the teaser you watched the teaser yes i did okay yeah when i saw the teaser i was like yeah i was like oh he back he back (laughs) i was like people part two that was sugar right okay (laughs) this is august d okay (laughs) i was like here we go this is a movie i was like there is blood i was like is that a person or an animal no i knew i slowed it down (laughs) and they didn't really make it to where you could see but i was like it's a person who he's stabbing with these chopsticks (laughs) no i knew immediately i was just like he just killed someone i'm like (laughs) what we braced it up a level I mean, he did. This is kill. not the first time we've seen him kill someone. <laughs> like, never in a mind. Music video. He did shoot. It the just king. wasn't bloody, right? Yeah. This is more graphic. Like we we had the bloody box, <laughs> right? We knew the head was up in there, but yeah, this was more graphic for sure. I was just like, whoa! And I don't know, like cinematography and stuff, but like mm-hmm. the style, the way it was filmed, was seen like a movie. Yeah, it did. I don't know what you call that stylistically. The lens, like it had this kind of like. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Not grainy, but. It was different than the lens that was used for Dechita. Right. Definitely. So, but yeah, that teaser came. I was like, oh yeah. We we, we watching, we about to get a K-drama. I was like, here we (laughs) go. And let me tell you, it was a K-drama. It was. (laughs) I was invested. The scene, it started out, I was like, whoa, this is a movie. (laughs) Is actor Yoongi? (laughs) <laughs> yep. Give him his Oscar. Like he had all these facial expressions. Yeah, he, he definitely crazy. made he facial made expressions I have never seen before. Because you know, Sugar's pretty even keeled. Yeah. I feel like. So yeah, I was just like there are certain expressions he makes we're aware of, but with this I was like, Yeah, he, he put on his acting cap for this. I I remember when we were when I called you or you called me first, whatever one. I think um, I called you. Yeah, I was like, "This is August Day." Like, I hadn't even have a chance to like rewatch it to do the lyrics. You were already right. calling me. I was like, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, um, "Oh, remember I was telling you I was like I'm confused with the storyline." But I started talking. I was no, like, I was like, no, it makes." Sense. I was like, "It parallels Dechita." As soon as I saw Mafia him with the yeah. scar, I was like, "That's the king." <laughs> That's okay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was I was a little confused, but then as soon as I started talking out, I was like, "Oh no, never it mind." Makes sense. <laughs> I was like, like it makes sense. "He was doing this because that." Okay, <laughs> right? You're like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Hello," <laughs> but I don't know why I was so like lost for a second. You I was just like, "What is going on?" I was like, "I know these are two different people," but yeah, it was just it just took me a second mm-hmm. um to get connect the dots but yeah it was funny because i just start talking out you're just like yep that's correct i was like oh so i okay <laughs> i just needed to talk it out i just right. needed to say it in words unravel the mystery in my mind <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was crazy man mm-hmm. like okay so he he came in with this crew seven people not mm-hmm. the bts um he grabbed them chopsticks First of all, now I'm like, can you really kill someone with chopsticks? Because I that think so. Was you, you, I you have thought. to get them. I would feel like if you get them in the jugular, you have to get them in. Which a just seemed thing. like what he was doing. Yeah. The way he jumped on. Because then they're just gonna bleed out. That's crazy. 
crazy. I would have never thought. Now I'm scared. Terrible way to die. Terrible way to die. Because chopsticks are blunt. That's why I was like, (laughs) oh my word, he just killed someone with chopsticks. But I'm sure it is thoroughly possible. The strength. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that was crazy. And then, um, yeah, and then, okay, so storyline starts, they're, they're getting the money, whatever. And then it cuts to the police. And I was like, Boop! Oh, the police, he's in the police. That's why I was like, wait <laughs> a detective second. Detective Yoongi. I was like, Yoongi. he's really the bad guy? That's why I didn't realize it was <laughs> right. separate at first. And then I was like, oh, never mind. He's playing yeah. both characters like Just in Dejita. Just like Dejita. in Dejita, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was crazy. Um, him as like detective, mm-hmm. police man, whatever. And then when he walked out and he pulled out that cigarette. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Was it the detective that had the cigarette first? No, I think it was the mafia dude. Mafia guy had the cigarette first. Wait, so. I feel like, from what I remember. The chopstick killing Yungi. That's mafia. No, that was the detective. Detective is mafia. No. The guy in the suit. (laughs) The guy in the suit is mafia. When he killed the dude, the chopsticks, he had the other outfit on. The other outfit. It's only he's it's only him with two outfits, which is the suited up scar mob right. boss. And then the other he had on like the green and white jacket. So I think this is a problem. I'm in I feel like people are to me from what I remember. Okay, so the suit that's police. I didn't the guy in the suit is with the scar. Isn't and he's not the, the police? guy? He was walking out the police. How can he be the police? Or you think that he was just Maybe in the was? police station? Maybe he was the police. And just was a corrupt guy. I guess you know, that would make sense. be corrupt. Right. I guess that would make sense because he's like in this um, position of privilege right. and power. But, but he's, he's doing bad, bad things. Like, okay, okay, that makes sense. That's how I thought it was. And then Vigilante Yoongi yes. is the one with the jacket. Right. He's the one okay, that did this okay. killing with the chopsticks. That makes sense. I think I just had like mob boss in my head and I'm like, mob boss can't be police. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like the mafia can't be the police. I feel like. But no, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's how I thought it was. No, that makes sense. That that definitely would follow. I think the word mob boss mafia came in play because. That's what he looked like. He looked like that. Right. That's what it was giving. But I was like. But no, that makes sense. He is a person who is in a position of power and is using it for evil. Right. And alternate Yungi is vigilante killing you with chopsticks. Right. Right. Okay. okay. I was like, let me make sure I was, I, that's what I was getting from it. So he had the cigarette first. The yes. police bad yes. guy. Yes, that for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it cut to him with the <laughs> cigarette and I was like, well, hold up, wait a second. And then all of a sudden August D comes, we'll just call him August D. August D comes out and pulls out a cigarette. I'm like, everyone is smoking. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's sending a message. That was definitely a surprise because. I was shocked. Yeah. That's just something you don't see within K-pop. I feel like. Ooh. They don't even want you to see them doing that in like regular life. Right. So for them to portray that openly in a music video and the art of what they do is kind of like big no-no i mean they'd be taping up their tattoos and doing all kinds of stuff so i was definitely surprised i was not expecting that i think that went along with his theme of the what he was saying in the song it, it did yeah it absolutely i was like did. wow but yeah i was that was like the most shocking part in the whole thing when he pulled out a cigarette i was like he is and i kept seeing the cigarette pop up mm-hmm. i was like what is happening you like yeah i'm smoking I was like smoking oh. this Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so I don't want to ever hear nobody say nothing again. If you see V or JK smoking a little vape, <laughs> like leave them alone. Right. Um, but yeah, that was shocking. Um, 
and then yeah of course i think people were saying there was elements of like the joker in there too i don't really know that movie to be honest but mm. they were saying some of the oh okay scenes was giving like that yeah uh, i haven't not seen the latest joker movie so, so i was like okay whatever sure um especially <laughs> the end scene where he's like leaning out of the cop car i think i've oh, seen a picture okay. of that of the joker leaning out of the cop car like that but i mean there's so many scenes of people leaning. that's out what of cars, i thought but so. people were i don't know about necessarily tied to that but, but whatever he could have like been. leaned out a car and ditch toss so was, was that getting joker i don't <laughs> People um, always have to draw comparisons of yeah. some sort. Yeah, but that was crazy. And then when the other scene that was crazy was the one where he was in the bathtub of money. That cut scene was, that stood out. That cut that was scene amazing. was crazy. When he slammed him down the money and he came back up out of the water yes. barrel. Yeah. That was a that was trippy. Because for a second I was like, did I miss it? <laughs> was there water? I thought he was sitting in money. I was like, <laughs> was there water in the tub? Maybe I missed that. So yeah, that was a great great cut i was transition. definitely busy. i was like oh man he got him in the toe he gonna what are you gonna do and then he was like he took his cigarette and threw it in the money i was like he burning his money <laughs> i'm like talking to the screen like <laughs> you, how could you burn his money what are you about to do and then he did that and i was like what <laughs> i was definitely invested um and then when they dunked him in again and then he pulled out the gun i was like it's that's a tall over again <laughs> right. when he was not, you thought you got him. You about to chop off his neck. Nah, nah. He got the inside people. Mm-hmm. I was just like, but guns, are they waterproof? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> could be the person that was dunking him could have handed him his gun. True. Because I was like, it's really unrealistic to think that the gun was in the barrel of water. And plus his arms were on the outside. I so I was just like, no, he had people on the inside yeah. like before. So I would imagine the guy who was dunking him was like, here you go, man. Right. Get well, just gun. like the guy who opened the box and gave him exactly. the gun to kill the king. Mm-hmm. So... I was like, whoo. And then, so then he shot. I was like, wow, that was point blank. Oh, he did. He did. <laughs> like, he gone. He is all the way deceased. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. He's not recovering. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, at the end, um, I don't know why. I guess <laughs> I forgot that he had inside people because I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> The car part. I was like, what's happening? Wait, what? <laughs> Which part? When he was in the police car at the right. end, I was so confused. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was like, <laughs> wait, what? I don't know. The part. Oh, you're feeling like, why should he, was he like being arrested? Right. Like, That's why, why I was like, be why is he being arrested now? But I mean, I who knows? Just because he had people on the inside, that mean he had the whole crew so they probably was like, what? And he still got arrested. No, I was, that's what I started to be like. Maybe I mean, he, I there, were, wrong. there were more, there were multiple people in that room, right? But with the police guy, bad guy, Yungi's getting waterboarded. He comes out with the gun. Probably the person dunking him had to be in on it. Of but course. the other people were just like, what in tarnation going on? <laughs> you are going down. So yeah, I mean, he still had to, he still had to get arrested. Oh man, I was weak. The problem was like, wait, I'm lost now. I was not. You were struggling. I was struggling. <laughs> you were struggling. Oh man! It all made sense to me. But then he got out of the car, and I was like, "So he freed?" So he like freed? I was like, "What is going on?" And then, um, so yeah, he got out of the car, back to the same restaurant, he, eating his ramen with them chops, killing chopsticks. I was like, "That's disgusting." <laughs> I'm sure he bleached them. <laughs> but I was like, "They're probably brand new ones. They probably right. just have those type of chopsticks there. They're, they're, they're not the same one. They have disposable red plastic chopsticks. But it's just the fact, of course, <laughs> that he went back to the same place and right. was just like, 
need some food. Life goes on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know why. I was all the way lost. Um, yeah, made no sense. But that just threw me off for a second. I was like, wait, he's being arrested? Yeah. I'm like, something, like what? <laughs> I thought it was like a setup. <laughs> I'm like, well, he all happy because he all leaning out the cop car. So I guess he, he don't know care. He, <laughs> off. He, know he, he know these charges ain't going to stick. <laughs> Oh man, that was ten out of ten. That was, that great. was a great, yeah, that was a great, a great music video. I can't wait to see what this next one's gonna be, like, cause it's a totally different vibe of a song. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm very interested. So I'm curious what he's gonna do, and the fact that he said watch them back to back, right? Like what? So yeah, I'm really mm-hmm. curious. I'm also curious because it's supposed to be a dance practice video. I'm like, what choreo that, do you yeah. do to this? <clears throat> It'll definitely be very interesting. Yeah. So that got postponed. I was so sorry it dropped. And I'm but wondering, yeah, I'm really curious. Since both of them, you know, Dechita is what it is. Higgum is what it is, which is very similar to Dechita. So I'm wondering how he'll like put an end on this. Yeah. You know, this is ending this trilogy of music videos so how what the resolution like how is that going to look yeah i have no yeah. idea it's gonna be, be interesting, interesting yeah. yeah yeah it was a ma- it was it was really well done it was he really upped a level from that because that was amazing but this was like on another level mm-hmm. i was like wow um, um for me nothing was gonna top that though i'm talking about the music video not the song but the yeah. same, you feel the same way. I feel the same. I, I will say it topped in that it it came across as more of like a movie or a K drama, mm-hmm. whereas Dechita was I don't feel quite as connected and smooth. I don't know, but like sonically for me, and how his styling in that in Dechita, I don't mm. know. I just even at the time when I watched, I was like, I don't know. He'll never top himself here. <laughs> He'll never. No, top I himself. feel like Dechita is to me is his most iconic song that's song. right that's no what matter what he puts out it will always be good but like like you said i don't think anything will come to deshita but i think that he topped himself in hegum as far as the, the visual acting. storytelling yeah the storytelling and the acting because he was still telling got, a story obviously in deshita right. and was giving acting but, but we got different. even more yeah it was like he took some classes and yeah. then he came and did this so you can definitely see the elevation which is to me what's so mind blowing about BTS all the time is that they continue to give you more. Yeah. But I think I think it's just like with any artist in their career, there's always going to be their most loved or their most mm-hmm. favorite song or popular song. And for me and for him, I feel like it's Dechita. I yeah. don't think that's just gonna like you said, that's iconic. Nothing's ever gonna top that. Yeah. But no, Higgum it, it took me as it it's a different it wasn't as like the chorus felt as catchy distinctive right, when i first right. heard it but now i've heard it more a few times i'm like okay mm-hmm. i get it when i first heard it i was just like wait well oh, because was this the definitely right with dechitad immediately stood out mm-hmm. and then dechitad also has that whole levitation section right like we didn't get that from this so it was just different it he did have a part in there though similar to me the part where he was in the room running, like just dancing around when he got the money. Mm-hmm. Like he was going hard. 
in that section. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, so I think that was, I think that was the part mm-hmm. of it. It right. just wasn't. It didn't hit in the same way as the. It just part hit in different because I just feel like. I don't know. It's. It's almost like ASMR to me. So when you have an artist that brings their voice down, mm-hmm. when you've been oh oh, oh you know going really mm-hmm. hard, but then you bring the voice down and just smoothly connect everything, that just eargasm yeah i don't i don't know how else to describe it levitation yeah there was nothing like that for me in the song because like you said he was going hard yeah so he's going hard to me like the whole time and that kind of gives you satisfaction in a different way yeah but that part that part gets everybody yeah. in Dutch Ta. No, if you sure. really love music when you hear that part you're just like i'm deceased i'm yeah. dead no, because it I just agree. you're going from hard hitting and then on top of that the lyrics are amazing and then he's like let me let me break it down for you and just just like right whisper in your ear (laughs) you know he wasn't even whispering but he just like brought his voice down so much i can't even explain it but it was this one was more on the same level like he kept his love his his volume at the same level cadence the same level there wasn't much variance Mm -hmm. which i mean that's probably what he was going for right um but that's why i think there was no like moment like that or it was hard to distinguish at first what the chorus was going to be that makes sense yeah um yeah, that's what I think it was. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he looked good. He looked that's good. In there. He that looked hair, good. that the hair. hair is his best hair of life. It, I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. Of course, I love a good undercut. Mm-hmm. Sugar, it's it's a good look. But I this? like his Detchita look too because it was also longer. It was shorter in the back, but it was longer in the front. But this hair, this is his best hair of life. This is my number one hair for him. I wanted to pull out my hair. <laughs> <laughs> when he the first scene started and he was walking in with his crew i was like even in the oh, teaser yes Alicia, that was like oh my yeah. just shave wow. me bald right now okay. Good <laughs> just grief. throw me just throw me <laughs> off this balcony like <laughs> i can't not with this hair it's amazing ah, i can't believe he cut it a little bit but um yeah he looked good that should good. be a signature look. I wish. <laughs> even his own mother, he said, was just like, I loved you with the long hair. You look so good. Like, even his mom know, like, boy, you look good with the long hair. Keep it. Mm-hmm. You will get me a daughter-in-law with this. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> He's cracking on them grandbabies. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, visual's amazing. I was like, I'm excited. And then I went to listen, the first listen to the album. So let's get into the track list, okay? Because this That's album- so good mm-hmm. i read the lyrics but like i didn't really get to like fully digest because he'd be saying so much yeah. and i just literally yesterday so i stayed up late i watched the music video when it drops and then i was listening we talked obviously our first little bit and then i was listening to the album and it's just like i couldn't go to sleep mm-hmm. so i was really tired the next day right so then when i got off work i'm just like i need to look at these lyrics some more like really digest them some more but I'm tired. So I just yeah. went to sleep. Yeah. And then of course today's been busy. So I couldn't really like fully break it down. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll still go over the songs, obviously. Um, first song out of the gate when the, I'll tell you the first five seconds started, <laughs> you were like, this about to be late. I said, <laughs> let I stood up immediately. I was on the couch, like, okay, ready to listen to the album. Now it started. I was like, immediately shot off. Like, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, August that, D. That's definitely the vibe it gets. It's a perfect opening song. This better be the opener to his. I need this to be the opener to his show. I need it to be. I need it to be, because it is perfect. Mm-hmm. I was just like, 
I just started pacing. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You skipped though to hear I Hobie. Was, yeah. Because you were saying, I was, I was like, what whispering? I said, he ain't whispering to this song. I didn't, yeah. Oh, like, he's not whispering. I was like, oh, you on the Hobie song, okay. I wanted to go immediately, but I was like, nah, nah. It's only song three. So I was like, I'm, I can, mm-hmm. let's start it from the top. I want to hear, I like to hear it from top to bottom. Right. The first listen, right? So, yeah. I was like, Augustine, my guy, he's back. This is why I love him. Oh, God. <laughs> what was your first thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. I didn't get that same sense of like, oh. I was like, you paused. I was like, oh. Yeah, it didn't. I don't know why, but yeah, I felt, I don't know. I just didn't get, because I, I know that emotion or that mm-hmm. sensation that you're talking of when it's like, the lyrics haven't even dropped. What did we do? You did that recently for a song of BTS. Whose song was that? Oh, that it didn't hit me the way it hit no, me. No, 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 no. I'm maybe I'm making this up. I feel like there was a song relatively recently of oh. BTS, and you were like the first five <laughs> seconds, and you were like, "Yes, what it was, was that? um Run BTS." Oh, it was Run BTS when it was like the guitar, <laughs> dur- and when Sugar said, "Yeah, yeah," I was like, "Turn it off, turn it off," because we bounced out. Wow. That was I immediately almost a year pressed ago. pause and like was like Kaylin, right? Okay, I was like, song. I remember this. I was like, I have a memory of you doing yeah. this. Yeah, and that was so funny, funny because we always be making fun of reactors, <laughs> right? And do stuff like that. Like, good grief, we one, haven't even heard like, the song. One note passes, and you're already about to lose it. But that was the feeling I got with that. The guitar immediately hit, and I was like, Oh, this is different. This is a different yeah. sound from them. And then Sugar saying, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no. I have to, woo, pause. I was like, pause. I have to gather myself. And I had to tell Kaylin, listen to the song immediately. Right. Listen to it immediately. Drop whatever you're doing and listen to this song. So that's how I was so, yeah. with this song. I didn't song. get that vibe But you didn't this. get that song. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, sorry. I was like, I remember you having the same reaction, though. I couldn't remember what song it was. Wow. It was Run BTS? Uh, wow. Yes, that was so long. It was Run BTS. So long ago, it feels like. But anyway, so you, um, your thoughts. I didn't get that initial okay. thought. <clears throat> Um, I like the song. Mm-hmm. I felt like it sounded very similar to Hegum to me and mm-hmm. okay. sonically. I felt like, I think there was some of the same instrumentation beats in there that I felt mm-hmm. like, oh, I can definitely tell these songs or these two songs are in the same body of work. Yeah. And I also felt like, I, I also don't know really, cause I'm not good at all explaining, like you said, the vocabulary of, of music and all that. But I also felt like both of these songs really displayed to me Suga's sound. Mm. And I feel like if you listen to his work from August D one. to D2 to mm-hmm. this, there is a song that has this certain sound to me that is like, oh, I hear this and this is Suga. Well, Suga or August D? August D, sorry. Okay, just making sure because I was <laughs> yeah. like, that's why I was like, let's go. Because I'm like, this is, this August, is D. August D. That's literally yeah. why. Because yeah. I'm just like, I, I didn't really see in that viewpoint. But you saying that, I'm like, yeah there is that theme mm-hmm. of style choice that he makes in mm-hmm. every album. You're like, yes. this is August D's sound. And so when it started off, that's why I was like, this is Let's about to be there because this is August D. August <laughs> right. D's back. This is him. Right. Let's go. So, right. yeah. No, I initially had that thought with Higgum because comparing mm-hmm. it to People Part 2 yeah. and all of the, some of the criticism that right. people had. And then when that came out, I was like, oh, this is August D. Yeah. So when that was kind of my initial thought seeing the music video mm-hmm. that's when i kind of had my moment of like oh this is it this yeah. is it this is august d so um 
but yeah, no, I liked D-Day a lot. Um, I, I just thought it was kind of, I thought it was a good opening song lyrically because to me it encapsulated where he is now as a person. So it was just interesting because <clears throat> usually August D is so hard hitting, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's usually hard hitting and he's angry with it. But I feel like with this song, he was hard hitting, but it was just like, the lyrics are literally saying future is okay. Look in the mirror and see no pain. Yeah. So I was like, we're getting this hard hitting sound from him, but he no longer has this anger and this angst, this pain, this sadness mm -hmm. that he's had in his past music. So I thought that was really cool that he gave the sound that we're used to, but lyrically he's like, Hey guys, I'm in a different place now. I'm, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm seeing no pain. I'm looking at my future. I'm seeing no pain. Like I've left that tortured part of myself behind me. I was like, so it's like, how can this is like, how can you can't beat this opening? You can't no. beat this opening song. Like you said, the way that, and when I went back and listened to it more, I was like, wow, it really does kind of have like this build in the beginning before the beat drops and he comes in. I just felt like it was just perfect between how it sounded versus the lyrics. Um, it was just, and with him already saying that this is going to be the final album of this trilogy, it's really showing, showcasing his growth from mm -hmm. the original August D to D2 to where we are now. No, for sure. Because like you said, even though I didn't know the lyrics at that moment, the English part when you said when he was like, future's going to be okay. I was like, oh, he really different now. Mm -hmm. I was like, it was giving hopeful. Yes. Whereas the word before hopeful. he was always raw. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. mad. I'm angry. Life ain't fair. Life is hard. People suck. You know? <laughs> right. Which I'm like, man, that's all true. But to see him go from that to just the maturity that should come, you know, with, with experiencing life and becoming more of an adult, you know, it's just beautiful to see, like we've talked about and stated before, even before getting on this podcast, I just feel like people want him to, I feel like people just want him to regurgitate the same stuff. And I'm like, this man has, it's been 10 years. Like yeah. he's been in this game, debuted for 10 years. He's been working towards a musical career for way more than that. I'm like, I think feel like it'd be sad if he hadn't grown or if he had not come out of that depressive state yeah. that he was in at one point. It's like people just want him to stay there or something. I don't know. But I think it's most beautiful when you see people take the experiences of their life and choose to grow from it and not choose to stay stagnant and stuck in anxiety, fear, anger, all those things. So, I mean, this whole album reflects that and it's just amazing. amazing no, most definitely. The, the verse two, the part that just, I oh. think, this is why D-Day is good because it, I think it basically sums up what, like you said, the theme of what he was trying to say for the album, because even from watching the documentary, like he said those things in there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I feel like that's, I mean, he also said, he basically said that's what he was saying in the documentary, what the theme was about. But in verse two, he was like, um, what are you? There's no limit, man. The past is gone. The future is far away. What are you afraid of? The past is the past. The present is the present. The future is only the future, mm -hmm. but it's exaggerated. It's hard. Nine out of 10 starting today will pass the maze and start a new beginning. Lotus flowers bloom again in a world covered with hatred. Yeah. D-Day's coming. I hope you open your chest out. Yeah. The proof is yours. So please prove it. So I feel like 
that was basically the whole message he was, he was trying to say. And that's what he was saying in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Just like he just trying to live in the present. Right. Now. He's because spent enough of his life being tortured by his past, being anxious about, about the future. future. Yeah. Yes. He and that's a lot, a lot of us people, us humans <laughs> do. We the people. We the people. <laughs> so it's like that's relatable, right? Because we're all everyone's always stressed out about the future. You know, a lot of people are hung up on things in the past, but it's mm-hmm. just like nothing can be done about either one of those situations. So it's like every day, I'm like, look, we just hear what can we do right now in the present? What's happening right now that you can do in the present? Mm-hmm. Um, enjoying it, better yourself right now, right? Instead of like thinking about things that are literally uncontrollable. Yeah, preoccupying your mind with so, stuff you have no control over. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, but yeah. It was a great opener. Yes. I was like, yep. I'm hyped. I'm excited. And um, yeah, I was just like, once again, August D, man, he's the best. He's the, what was that guy called? He said, Shagot. He's yeah, a Shagot. Shagot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what he is. He's a genius, man. Even they said, who's in the documentary? He's a genius. Steve Aoki. Okay. I was like, probably everyone. Because that's basically what, it's yeah. true. But yeah, I love D-Day. Um, I'm like, is that the anthem going to be the new anthem? I mean. Because Set Me Free was my anthem. I was going to claim oh. that. So I'm like, but does D, because you know, August D, this is, I've been saying even our episode, I was about his, it was about when we broke down the members. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I was talking about it. I was like, from the get-go, it's been sugar for me. Right. From the get-go, every time he had his verse, his flow I love, but then when you look at the lyrics, I was like, he He's just, giving it to you straight. He just gets it. He yeah. just gets it. And then I found real quickly August D. I was like, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. So no matter through all the fluctuations, blah, blah, blah. Of course, you know, Jim and that's, that's my guy. Right. But Sugar August D. Minigi, that he is the guy <laughs> forever. Right. I think I said it before. I was like, I will never let him go. I don't care what <laughs> happens. We'll never let him go. Mm-hmm. Because... <clears throat> For me, his lyrics just always are the most meaningful to me. Like the yes. way that he just yeah. so straightforward and blunt, just about human emotions and like real. Like I just feel like he just puts it all out there, right? Just straightforward, and that's what I need. I like just give me to me straight. Like I appreciate you know the more artistic way you can go about it for sure. But mm-hmm. like for me and my little brain, <laughs> I need you just let's speak it plainly. <laughs> <laughs> speak it plain. Make it. Pretend I'm in kindergarten. <laughs> and that's what he does. But then right. at the same time, it's just, uh, yeah, just great. I love it. Love me some August D. Um, we already were a little bit talking about Higgum, obviously, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Man, what were we saying about him? <laughs> you forgot what I was going to say. Um, Hold on. What? Are we talking about the lyrics? Now? Yeah, now we're talking about the lyrics. Okay. I think that he mentioned this in the documentary as well. I mean, he's mentioned this in interviews about this particular song that it's it's about freeing what's forbidden. Mm-hmm. And of course, we saw a little bit of that in D-Day. I'm sorry. We saw that in the music video with him smoking. I feel mm-hmm. like that was one way that he did that. Um, and... I just thought it was, I feel like this also echoes what he's been saying for a long time, that he just feels like people should be free to do and do and be 
what they want to do and be and not yeah. care about what other people are, are saying or feeling about it. And I think he mentioned this in the documentary too, that at one point he, that was a concern for him, which for most of us as people, it is where you feel some kind of way about people not liking what you're doing. And then you have to eventually, and I think this comes with maturity and growth. You have to eventually decide it doesn't matter. I'm going to choose to live my life because there's always going to be someone who doesn't agree yeah, or has something to say. Um, oh, he, he did mention the documentary cause he was saying how, um, when idols, cause he was like, why did I choose this path to become an idol? <laughs> right. Like you do nothing at all. And it's made to be this massive deal situation, yeah. whatever. Um, so I think he's now finally to the point where he's like, look, I'm entering my thirties and I'm going to be me. I'm going to do me. And however you think or feel about it, that's on you. And the line that I pulled from that was, but you must remember to differentiate freedom from self-indulgence. Mm. I thought that line was gold because a lot of people, I think we as humans have a tendency to go to extremes with things. So we still have to remember that in doing, in being who you are, you can't become selfish with it. You know, just yeah. because you have the freedom or you feel like, oh, I have the right to do what I want to do. You can't go out there and just be doing whatever. There's a difference between being free and just being greedy or being selfish. So I thought that's what that line stated. And I thought it was kind of like a caveat, which was nice for him to put that in there. Like, yes, do you be free and all that? But basically, like, don't get stupid with it. Okay, yep. we're still human and we still live among other humans. So you have to be uh, conscious of that as well, too. So that was the line that stuck out to me the most in that song. The line that stood out to me the most in the song the song was when he said um everyone's been blinded by envy and jealousy without realizing that they're putting shackles on each other mm. and i was just like oh that's deep mm. <laughs> man you that's gotta get deep. up on my business <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just like the way that people like social media obviously because i mean that mm. that's the end of his little rant about what worse you know slate when he over, mentions yeah. he does mention kind of like social media he mentions youtube specifically <laughs> but um but it's true it's just like you're really when you're focused on when you are caught up in envy and jealousy of other people and stuff like you're really just putting yourself you're in hampering bondage your own self. basically mm -hmm. because it's doing nothing for yourself you're like holding yourself back because you're just over here wondering what someone else has or mad someone else has this stuff right instead of focusing on making your life what you want it to be right and i was just like man truth? this was this my life <laughs> he just he spits the straight facts the truth and he makes it clear like don't be twisting his words he said what he said like right yeah it's it's great um i know with the music video um because <laughs> I people are like on that line of slaves to capitalism, slaves oh to goodness. money. They they love to talk about, you know, BTS anti capitalism. Or at least I feel like they specifically say it with Yoongi and RM. I don't know if it's everyone in BTS, but I feel like them specifically. But which is interesting when people were talking about the music video too, I'm like y'all be like, Oh, they're so anti capitalism, but like even the music video kind of just like it's almost i forgot the person that broke it down but like someone had did a whole breakdown i was like that kind of makes sense but like there's like a system in the world and it's mm -hmm. like 
you're in the system because it's kind of hard to get out of the system that's set right Mm -hmm. but it's like he's doing all he can to not be fully corrupted by it but like you still partake in it um and like they were like that's kind of like showing a little bit in the music video Mm -hmm. and i was like wow that's so deep (laughs) i didn't even think about that but yeah i just thought it's funny that people just take one line and run with it I don't know why. Make it into what they want it to Well, <laughs> I just don't know why people are like so, I guess because capitalism is such a huge thing in the world, but I just find it interesting that like people focus on that mm-hmm. line a lot. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> but I get it. Like he can be, feel some kind of way about it, but at the same time. He's still benefiting he's from still it. He's still benefiting from it. Yeah. You know? So what can you do? What can you do? Um, The third song. I was so, when I saw that track list and it was like featuring J-Hope, I was like, let's go. Yeah. This is about to be fire. That thing started and I was just like, oh my goodness, another banger. Yep. <laughs> He's doing banger after banger, hits after hits. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I personally love the song. Mm-hmm. It definitely gives me like drill vibes. Not that I'm an expert on drill, but I was telling you that. Right. Once you explained it, I was like, I can see that. Yeah. That makes sense. And Hobie really gave us something different, man. It was like, different. First of all, someone said it too online. I was like, you're right. This ain't Hobie. This is Jay right here. <laughs> this is Jay. Yeah. This ain't Jay Hope. From Hobie, we usually get cheeriness. I feel like we usually get a lot of kind of silly sound effects. This was definitely more serious, more. um, Also, another thing that Hobie does a lot, he has kind of a raspy tone to his voice and he uses his voice as an effect to me a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And in this, the lines that he had, it was more static, you know, how he was delivering them. So, yes, it was different. Um, I guess this song was basically just about like, I feel like it was another like hater song. That's exactly what I put. Song for Basically, haters. just another song from the haters, which, you know, I love a good hater song. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, it was Hobie's part. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, oh man, the way he came in, he was just like, so like, lo- like, like nonchalant, nonchalant, like <laughs> low, like just like whatever, just like whatever you think. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like I was like, you better, you better talk to the haters. Like, I mean, I'm just vibing over here. It's whatever you think. Huh? Right. Like I'm like, minding my business, making this okay. money. <laughs> and then he goes and I'm like, yo, I love, it's just so funny because Sugar whispered too. That was the first oh, part yeah. that like and then he. Me. In the first, yeah, the first first when he went to, he did Lois. But I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, yeah, this song, I love it. Um, It's just so funny. Like, for me, Hobie was like a grower. I didn't ever disliked him. But mm-hmm. like, Sugar RSD just took up so much space. Right. Um, And then there was Jimin, you know. Me denying JK, <laughs> my boy V. Like, it's just so much. Right. So I always loved Hobie Appreciate, but, like, Hobie grew on me so much. And I'm like, now today I'm just like, whatever He's he wants. <laughs> Give that man whatever he wants. Right. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Love me some Hobie. So, yeah. Hobie, Hobie's line in this verse is for, yeah, that's the highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the lines that stuck out to me was, I can stand adversity, but I can't bear contempt. Right. I was like, wow, 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 wow. I mean, 
you know, to basically admit that I can take the hardships, but when other people think negatively of me, that hurts so much more. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just like, again, sugar is giving human realness. Cause I'm like, we all feel that well, way. That's J-Hope's line. Oh, that was Hope's yes. line? Oh, that's, okay. okay. <laughs> that's why I said J-Hope's verse to me stuck out okay. the most to me. I would just looked at the lyrics and then just pick the ones I like. No, no, no. That was, that was his, that was his whole part. Yep. And yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like that's so true that because we as humans we care. Yeah. I mean, there's very few people. I think there are probably some people who really just genuinely don't care, but I think most of us as humans care about what other people think of us. And especially when we feel that it is incorrect and people are thinking wrongly of you, that that's bothersome that, that can be hurtful. It can make you angry, all these things. So I thought that was a very real thing to admit that it's like, Hey, give me all the adversity in the world, but for people to sit here and think ill of me, um, and like Sugar had stated before, like over nothing or for no reason, that's pretty crazy. And then um, the other line I liked was, if your reality is in the gutters, then try to escape. I'm desperately praying that even you will do well. Sugar is so good to be like, you know what? F you pretty much. But on the other hand, um, you know, I, I hope you do well. I mean, I hope you succeed in life and what you're doing. So it's just funny how he, he can does come, that a lot. Yes. He how does. he comes so hard. And it's just like, forget you. And then he's like, but I mean, I, I am hoping that you succeed, man. I mean, I'm hoping you do good. He's like, you got a little <laughs> mediocre life over there. But you know what? God bless you. <laughs> That's how he will be. He's like, you and your lame life you live. But you know what? Stay healthy. I want you to stay healthy. Don't get sick now. <laughs> so it's so funny that it's, to me, it's just like on one hand, he's burning you so hard. And the other hand, he's just like, here's a glass of water. Right. Like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. So... I thought that line not only was funny because I know it can be taken in a sarcastic way. And I feel like in past songs, not just in his own songs, but in past BTS songs, it's done in more of a sarcastic way. But I felt like here it was more More genuine. genuine. And again, this shows the growth. Yeah. Because it's like, no, I literally do hope that you succeed and that you come up out the gutter and that you do better. That's what we all want. Yeah. So whereas before I felt like it was kind of like, right. You know, kind (laughs) of like, Oh, go back to your mom. You know, I hope your mom, you know, just whatever. I'm thinking about the line from Mike drop. Oh, right. You know, it's like, I hope, you know, it was more done very sarcastically in that way. But here I was like, this sounds, this feels very genuine that he's saying this. And I think again, that is showcasing his growth. That is just like, even though you can be upset or angry at haters, they're still human beings. Yeah. And they're still probably where you were. You're trying to succeed. You you want better in life. That's a human, a human, basic human desire or emotion to mm-hmm. want to better yourself, to have comfort in life and all of that. So he's like, while you are crazy for how you feel or what you believe regarding me, I, I hope that you pull yourself about that gutter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I really like that line. Well, now it, the songs sort of shift at this point a little bit. Um, and we go into Ami. I can never say this word. Well, he pronounced it my amygdala. Like, you know, with, but I feel like it's just amygdala. Amygdala. I think that's how we I pronounce think that's how we pronounce it in English. But yeah, yeah, he didn't say it like that. Amygdala. The part in your brain where your, your brain stores all the bad traumatic moments. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, once again the genius to like let me make a song about the part in the brain that stores a trauma and relate that to life and my trauma like yeah what? yeah we say amygdala mm-hmm. so it's the temporal lobe of the brain involved in emotions of fear and aggression that's crazy that he yeah. who would have ever thought of that not me 
Um, yeah, the song is so sad, but then at the same time, no, it's sad. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, but I think it's nice of Sugar to. This continues along the lines of him sharing his personal life. But I was going to say it's sad, but like like you said, a couple things he does in there have a little hopeful part, right? Um, just saying like either the hardship to be on bloom. He used the word lotus mm-hmm. blooming again. That line he had that in the first song too. I think he has that in snooze too. <clears throat> so that's that the was, theme as yeah. well of like growth again, mm-hmm. like becoming something better after all the adversity. Right. But yeah, no, the song is deep because I feel like it's one of his more vulnerable songs yes. that he's done. Yeah. Really just sharing his like hardships Some that of he's faced. He's been through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know all of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it, it's a really good song. I felt like um, what I have written is he shares his hardships, has had hard decisions and circumstances mm-hmm. beyond his control. I felt like when I was thinking about the chorus, I think you can take it different ways, but I put, I feel like he wants to process these things or in somewhat like erase them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not like make them to where it's like, I feel like it'd be taken different ways because obviously anyone who's been through something traumatic, you can never erase it. You can never forget it. But what you can do is process it. So I felt like he could mean that by what he was saying, but I felt he could also be expressing what you feel in the moment, which is like, get it out. Just get rid of it. I just don't want it here because when you're in so much pain and sadness, you just want to just, yeah, if you could literally just erase it and be like, oh, this isn't in my mind. So I felt like some of the different lines he put could be interpreted different ways in that way. So and he wrote this all the way back and in the suit mm-hmm. that three years in the ago. documentary. Yeah. They showed him working on a couple different songs. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize he'd been working on these songs for that long. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But no, I, I enjoyed the song. It was, it was really good. Um, um One of his more emotional songs for mm-hmm. sure. And then we get into the, mellow mellow we're moving songs. into more mellow songs yeah. so in the context of like how it flowed people part two like really worked here mm-hmm. um when it started i was wondering like how are we gonna get to people too that's what i was thinking when i started right. the album like whoa like we're here august d but i knew like people too is on here right so i was like how are we gonna get all the way to this <laughs> no but, but it, he it did worked. the way he did the track listing i thought yeah. was really good um but the next song is sdl which I love that song. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, I don't know. It's just, I guess I didn't really get to look at the lyrics too deeply on this one, but I think he's just talking about like relationship and love, which would make sense because it kind of talks about love and that in people part two as well mm-hmm. in a more universal way. Right. So I feel like those songs kind of mirror each other. Um, I put that love is hard. We glamorize past love. Sometimes love feels like, oh, this is the line I really like. Sometimes love feels like the pouring sunlight on a spring day. But before we know it, becomes a winter sea's fierce wave. Mm. I love that. I felt that was very beautiful, very poetic, and definitely <laughs> very true. And then I put that, it reminds me of Seesaw, but in hindsight. Mm, so I feel wow. like when, you, when we listen to that. Seesaw, he's in it. Yeah, he's in the relationship right. and he's like, girl, let's get this up. Right. You know, <laughs> he was in that cynical part where you're yes. just like, why are we still here? Whatever. To me with SDL, he's looking back on that. Wow. And he's kind of processing about that. It. Like, oh man, we glamorize the love, you know, 
um, explaining what it feels like and some of the things you go through, how love can be beautiful and how it can be painful. So I just felt like this is like a, a sister. This is like to me a sequel to to Seesaw. That's what it immediately made me think of. So I did not put that together, but now I'm rereading the lyrics again because, like I said, I barely got to look at these lyrics mm-hmm. specifically SDL for sure. Um, I had started from the top, so that's why I hadn't made it really right. fully down to this <laughs> one yet. Right, I was like, <laughs> I need to go to sleep. Um, so I really just, I could tell he was talking about love and probably relationships just from mm-hmm. the chorus English parts, but I didn't know all this verses. So now I'm looking at the verse and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That's crazy. Sugar was in love. Mm-hmm. Wow, hold on. So then what do you think? Hold on. Yeah, because he said, is what we miss those times are you that we bear no memories. So I try to silently smile, laugh, because it's hard to look back on these glamorized days. Is what we reminisce that time? Or is it you that is smiling in our memories? I think I was trying to understand the the chorus because he says somebody does love, but I'm thinking about you. Somebody does love, hmm. but I'm thinking about you. I feel like I read part of some interview. Did he talk about it a little bit more? I felt like he was. Um, I think he was saying somebody does love to make it more universal. Mm. Like this can, uh, you know, this applies to you and whoever. Yeah. The somebody you're the somebody that does love. Okay. That's kind of like from what I read that I got from that. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It's funny to think about how he's talking about a past, like past relationship versus um, how RM with his songs right. <laughs> about past relationship. I feel like RM is a little more angry, a little more bitter <laughs> yeah. about the situation. Like it seemed like a lot. I think RM was hurt a little more. Deeply. Yeah. I feel like Suga's whole persona to me is more nonchalant with things. That's true. And I also feel like I'm not trying to be armchair psychologist, but <laughs> I also feel like Suga has already stated that, which we're going to get into the next song. With people part two. Um, he stated in that song, which is one of the lyrics that really spoke to me, um, that he felt like he didn't have enough love as a child. Oh, you're right. You're so right. I feel like that. if you feel, felt like you were lacking in love, then you may not have been taught or know the best way to love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like, it's this it's a whole learning process and it may not hit you i feel like as deeply when you lose that love mm-hmm. because you you've never experienced it deeply anyway yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and i just felt like with seesaw he was just so like over it yeah he was, <laughs> he was so over it what so i just felt laughing. like in that instance love went from something beautiful all this like what he stated in right. the song to like bye 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 you know i just felt like he was like look there's other things i can focus on whereas i feel like rm just i think felt he was fully in it he was he fully was in it in, deeply yeah. into it already rm is a very poetic person yeah. and i feel like people on that side of creativity feel very deeply that's true so i think that whenever what happened with his love that fell apart it just really really hurt him so yeah. then you're just going to go through the different phases of you know sad um i want to die yeah. you know you're it's just more it hits you more dramatically anger at that person or whatever where sugar was like ah bye <laughs> i don't need this okay i got to go work anyway <laughs> right <laughs> 
So yeah. But now he's thinking about you. Yeah. Then he's thinking Ooh. about. He's like, well, maybe you know. I mean, just I think looking at it with hindsight, it gave him the eyes. Because when you're out of the situation, then you can look at it more critically instead yeah. of. You know, so when he was stating that we glamorize and it's like, but we do, we definitely do that. I feel like we as human beings definitely glamorize what love or falling in love or romantic love is supposed to be when it's just like, but it's not all hearts and flowers and it's not all easy. So again, we're getting sugar looking at something just real. He's just being very real about it. Always. He's a realist. Well, we can segue into people part two and the lyrics that made no sense and the ones that did make (laughs) sense. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So he said in the documentary, though, he wanted this song to be more universal. Right. So that's one thing. He made it more, a little more generic. So that's one thing. But again, he's talking about love and loneliness and about people, like the conditions on it that people put on it. Right. Um. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, every single, I felt like with each verse, it just got better and better. No. The chorus was definitely confusing, and I don't, I have no explanation for that. Let me read this chorus, okay? Because sometimes I just want to read it out loud and be like. Maybe it'll click this Maybe time. it'll finally <laughs> click, because I'm just like, it has to like, it has to make sense. I'm confused. So time is yet now, right here to go. That makes okay. sense on its own. So time is right now. We're, we're in it time right now. We can do it's it. It's ready to go. It's ready it's to go. Right okay. I know, you know, anything does know. That's what I, so I think that anything does know is kind of tripping my brain. Yeah. Because she's saying, okay, time is right now. Like time is the essence. We right here. It's ready to go. We both know this. Mm-hmm. Anything does know. Do they mean like everybody knows this? Like we both know this. Everybody knows this time is right now. Maybe that's instead of the word anything, it should be like everyone hmm so time or I felt like anything does go would have fit better too but what okay so time is yet now right here to go nobody doesn't know anymore so, okay so time is right now it's ready to go we both know this we don't does, but we don't nobody know doesn't know is. anymore we don't know the future nobody doesn't know anymore uh, yeah is that what it's trying to say is that making sense <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway. I mean, you can t- twist it to make it make sense, <laughs> but obviously if you just read it strictly from an English point of view, it really does not make sense. And, you know, I don't know if it just, the translation from what he was trying to say, if he was trying to say in Korean, just didn't really translate in in English. But regardless, it's a beautiful chorus. It's a catchy chorus. I use voice as beautiful. So I'm not mad at it. I feel like this song... You know what? Every time I try to get the words out, I'm like, no, I give up. But <laughs> that's how I was when we were first talking, this, talking about it. And I was just like, I'm trying to make it make sense, this chorus. But I'm thinking like, I'm looking at the verses and like, he's really talking about love. Just like the word love and what that means to people and him specifically, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, the first, the first verse, you know, he's just talking about love. Like, wow, like what is love? It's conditional. Is it just less emotions? You know, like I wasn't loved enough as a kid. So like, maybe that's why I'm like more cautious when it comes to love because you know, you want it, but like basically like forever is seemed like it not really forever. It can crumble immediately like a sandcastle. And then he's just like, you know, what about that makes us sad? What about 
fearing losing that love like makes us sad. Mm-hmm. And so then it's just like <clears throat> whoever he's t- thinking about, they're gone. They're getting further and further away because of his feelings about love. Mm-hmm. And so he's like alone. And then it's just like, but time is right now. And we both know that we can do this, right? But then we don't know. Nobody does know. Is that what it's trying to say? I don't know. But anyway, verse two. The best thing I saw was people saying that the whole chorus is confusion. He wrote this during the pandemic and we were all confused. And that also relates to love too. Love is confusing. Confusing, yeah. So it could be that. Um, You know, I don't know what his actual intention was, but... That's what the beautiful thing about music is, is that you can create your own meaning to it. Um, I know some people, it really bothered them, but it didn't, it didn't really bother me. Um, it bothers me when, within K-pop, when they might use kind of like trite words or phrases <laughs> only for either to make it rhyme or just because it's popular. But I feel like, do you even know like what this means? Or So other than that... I, I don't usually have an issue with the lyrics. And I feel like because of translation, there's not, every lyric is not going to translate perfectly or make True. sense. Yeah. So what I liked about verse one was him again, giving us more info about himself and being vulnerable and saying that he wasn't loved enough as a kid. Like when I read that, I was just like, <laughs> right. I, I mean, know. that was so sad. Um, and then I immediately was like, ah, oh, are his parents going to read this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a parent. So, I immediately just went into parent mode and thought, wow, if one of my kids said that they didn't receive enough love as a kid, I would, I'd be hurt. Yeah. I would be hurt. Um, but then, you know, giving more, telling more about himself that that's why he's cautious, but that he wants the sincere connection, just like, again, we all do as humans. So that's what really stuck out to me with the first verse. Um, the second verse was just, Oh, the line that really stood out to me, we're the ones who tore down the Sam castle. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, a lot of times we as humans, we get in our own way of things. And then when he said there's no winners or losers in this game, but I'm always a loser. Yeah, that was sad too. You're not a loser. (laughs) We love you. (laughs) And then the line that really hit was because both love and people are selfish. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, love is selfish. We as people are definitely selfish. And then um, the third verse, the line that really got me was selflessness can actually be selfish too. It's true. When I was watching the music video the second time around Mm -hmm. and reading the lyrics, I literally stopped it. Yeah. I literally stopped it and was just like, selflessness can actually be selfish too. Because I was thinking, well, selflessness is you not thinking about yourself, right? So how can it be selfish? But then when I really sat and thought about it, you know, I was like, no, actually, in all actuality, you can be selfish in the act of being selfless, thinking that you're being selfless. But so, yeah, that was like like an aha moment for me, like mind blowing for me. Um, it's actually my greed when I say that it's all for you. I was like, love, do be greedy like that, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but in we, we're always wanting something else. So how many of us truly love unconditionally? Yeah. Usually you love, you love someone to love them, but in all actuality, you do want that love reciprocated in return. So in a way it is, it's selfishness, you know? Yeah. So I was like, why you gotta be this thing? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just thought that was so crazy. And then the bridge, 
life's a struggle between resistance and submission like what no i really felt like in this song he was really breaking down back, it's okay yeah cry. Ooh, like when i was going through these for each song i would pull out the lines i liked for this song and then i think for snooze i was just like refer to the lyrics <laughs> just like look at the entire song it because breaks it down there's no one line that i yeah. can pull from it there's multiple lines that i really like in the song so just go on back and look at the whole song and just pull it out what you want because i was like i'm not typing all of this out but and that's why yeah. i'm not gonna name the person but you know the person i'm talking about when they were discussing their feelings about the song like we saw mm -hmm. rhetoric that people were feeling whatever about this song but right. this specific person and the way they were talking about the song, like being just words strung together, like what are they saying? And I'm just like, like, you did you read the same lyrics I did? Have you? Am read I? The lyrics? Is something wrong with me? Like I think not. Like literally, like you're saying this is words strung together. Like what are they saying? They say life's a struggle you, between resistance submission. Know what song is words? I say it's a together? struggle against loneliness. If you can't hold it back, it's okay to cry. You're already willing enough to be loved, so time is yet now. That's words string together. Right. That really made me mad. Like this song, every single verse is full of just bars upon bars. Like I'm just like, yes, music is subjective, but you that's just an inaccurate take on this. Extremely. Saying that these this is words strung like together. together. It doesn't mean anything. Like he literally said, I wasn't loved enough as a child. And that's why I think it's hard for me to be secure in the foundation of love because I'm afraid it's just going to crumble away. Mm-hmm. Like how much words strung together that like, really made me mad if you want to name a song that strings words together <laughs> please read the lyrics to dynamite okay? <laughs> love the song banger of a song so at but my job words are just strung together shoes on get up in the morning <laughs> cup of milk let's rock and roll king kong kick the drum roll and all of the rolling stone let me Ding tell you while i'm walking home jump up to the top <laughs> lebron sing song while i'm on my phone iced tea and a game of ping pong <laughs> like those are words strung together. words strung together i love dynamite but those are words strung together the words make no sense i'm laughing too because <laughs> recently i was talking about like album stuff with my coworker, and the other one was like oh what's he's like found it fascinating so he's like i'm gonna look it up he's newer on the team mm -hmm. so he's like i'm gonna look it up um and he of course dynamite comes up because that's like the top view right. right and he was like whoa there's so many billions of views like this is crazy i've never seen this and then I, he started playing and i was just like uh, <laughs> because i just for me like i i guess in some ways i under i understand fully why that song became a hit yeah i do get it for the american audience and english and all this the fun catchy it's a fun feel good song i get it but i'm just like i would not want to play that if you've never heard bts right i and don't if you think this is the essence of bts music, i would just you know yeah. i would never play this first but i'm just like okay he gonna like whatever because he's not gonna be into it anyway so i was like he can mm -hmm. play this whatever but in my house just like oh my goodness <laughs> and then um he was just like i'm like what <laughs> like a cup of milk what are these lyrics i'm like just have fun <laughs> just have fun don't it's worry catchy, about right? it right it's real catchy don't think about it too hard <laughs> but those are words strung those together are words strung together yes this is not this is the opposite of <laughs> i mean the first line okay you get the up in the morning no, no oh we're back to dynamite. sorry okay. you get up in the morning have a cup of milk like Shoes that makes on, sense. Rock and roll, sure. Let's go. But the part that kills me when it's just like, um, jump up to the top, LeBron. Yeah, I was like, where's that? <laughs> where, out of nowhere. Game of ping pong. Ding Woo. dong while I'm walking home. 
King Kong. It was just, yeah. That's where it starts losing it, you. It was, went off Sorry. the rails there. Anyway, that's not people part two though. So that really made me mad when I, when, when that person was saying that, cause I was like, like, what are you reading? I'm yeah. so confused. The chorus does not make sense. Right. It does not. I keep trying to make it make sense. It and if someone can make it make sense, thank you. Because let me know. Because <laughs> I've been trying every which way and I'm just, it's not computing for me. I think it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But it's okay because the lyrics of the verses, he gave three verses plus a bridge. Right. So he actually gave a lot. And it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that just really bothered me. But I love People Part 2. Mm-hmm. It's actually my favorite track. I remember you saying that, yeah. Of the whole album. It's not my favorite track, but I think it's a very good song. I mean, when, when we watched it the first time and I looked at the lyrics, I was like, whoa. And so I kept being like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you weren't loved enough as a child? Yeah. Each verse had a moment where it was just like, what? Yeah. No. Or that's amazing. The winner's and losers, so the winner's loser part. And I was yeah. like, what? And then, like I said, the... Um, the bridge, yeah, the line, you're already more than enough to love. I was like, <laughs> you already know what to say. But yeah, People Part 2, I think it's a good song. It's mm -hmm. great. Um, No complaints for me. Yes. Yeah, great song. <clears throat> oh, no, I lost my notes. Where was it? I wrote it. Um, Next song was Polar Night. Yes, Polar Night. Um... I'm trying to remember I what he said about this. this was kind of a this. commentary. This was more of like a social commentary. Yeah, I was like, this, song. okay, I was getting that confused mm -hmm. with Snooze. Never mind. Polar Night mm -hmm. was more of a uh, a commentary. Yes. 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 Um, I didn't have any specific lyrics pulled, but just the general overall message of the song. To me, the things that stuck out was that people are hypocritical and think you're wrong simply if you don't agree with them. And I think that's a huge problem nowadays because... Mm -hmm people preach all this tolerance and openness, but in actuality, they, they don't allow that. So, you know, people are going to extremes and things. And it's like, if you don't agree with me, then you're the one with the problem. It's like, you can't accept, people can't accept the fact that others have a different opinion and, and our actuality, that's okay. They're responsible for their own mm -hmm. life. You're responsible for yours. So that's where I felt like the hypocrisy part comes in because everybody's preaching this message of tolerance, you know, love each other, whatever. But then on the same hand, on the other hand, when it really comes down to it, they're upset if you don't follow, prescribe to, you know, their method of beliefs or whatever else. And um, we're all guilty. That was a theme I pulled from oh, that yeah. too. I mean, mm -hmm. we're all human. We all make mistakes. We're all guilty. Um, then I have everything. Yeah, everything you do gets is criticized. So I think especially coming from him, obviously being a celebrity and in the the public eye. Um, I mean, I know he's, they're all well acquainted with that. No matter what you do, someone's going to have something negative to say. So that's why I think one of the themes of this whole album has been like, just be, just be and do you, because there's always going to be criticism. There's always going to be yeah. negativity. You got to just leave that behind and move forward in life. Yeah, no, that was my thoughts on the song too, was, it was a commentary on just, it's almost like no matter what you, like you said, no matter what you do, like someone's always going to be like, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like that's incorrect. Mm -hmm. Like, and like you say, 
like you said, a lot of like fakeness, like hypocrisy mm-hmm. that people just do all the time. And it's just like, look, um, it's all dirty. Right. <laughs> it's all dirty. Are you even clean? Like, am right. I even clean? Like, right. just take a look at yourself. Like, mm, I don't think your hands are clean either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, because the chorus part between so many truths and so many lies are we looking at the world correctly? It's all dirty. Am I even clean? Is it all is it all dirty? Are you clean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, once again, he called out y'all two faced people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. But that's him, man. He be he be calling people out. Yeah, because even the first part too. I think he really was just talking about. He talked. Uh, he used the word truth and lie a lot about a lie a lot in the lyrics of the song. I noticed because mm-hmm. I feel like in today's age, which he's in other songs, you know about the the onslaught of information we have at our fingertips and stuff. But it's right. like truth has been lost. Like honesty hmm. is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. Basically, like, what is true anymore? Right. And I feel like that's what he's basically saying there. Like we're all looking at this wrong, and we're all dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are not clean. So, yeah, I thought it was, I liked the song. Um, just like society, man, y'all, y'all are just a bunch of hypocrites. Right. That's basically <clears throat> what I took from it. Just, we're all hypocrites out here. <laughs> um, and then the interlude Dawn, which mm-hmm. is a good segue for the last end of the album. Of course, he's so good at doing instrumental music. Yeah. And him meeting um i'm gonna say his name wrong but you know i'm talking about the famous japanese composer uh hold on where is it right ryuchi sakamoto ryuchi sakamoto um i thought that was amazing he got to meet him whatever Mm -hmm. because he he has done a bunch of instrumental work, even like for other people too. So he's right. good with doing that. And I think that'd be cool if he kept doing that in long term. I think that'd be more sustainable probably for him. Yes. But yeah, it's beautiful. Interlude Dawn goes perfectly right into Snooze, which also I really love because he said he wrote that for aspiring artists. Like um, he wrote that for them. So I thought that was really beautiful. Just like it's going to be a hard road. It wasn't, it's not easy. But like, he's there for you, basically. Like he got your back. He's gonna encourage you. Yeah, and I think to keep this going. Is a universal song. I almost when I first read the lyrics before we watched the documentary, when he stated who it, who it was for, it felt like a song that could be for Army. To me, I thought that too when I yeah. first read the lyrics. I was like, "Is this for Army?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "I don't want to presume," right. but I'm like, yeah. mm, "It feels a little bit." This was the other song that I pretty much just said, refer to the lyrics, because there's just, it's yeah. beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, you who dream while watching me, I'll always be behind you, so don't worry. If you're afraid to crash, I'll willingly receive you. Don't be as miserable as me, you who sleep little for your dreams and goals. It's okay to rest. Today, don't even dream. When you show me your small smile quietly, I finally relax a bit. Um so just him, I feel like um, I feel like that's a theme within K-pop between the artists and their fans, kind of like, we are here for you. 
you're you're rest when you're tired, blah blah blah. I don't think that sugar has ever specifically stated that so clearly, this clearly in the past. Um, yeah. him personally. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um the I hope you never forget the ones who scattered flowers on the road. Don't forget the ones who are crying when you're laughing. Those people live because of your smile. I'm gonna be honest, once I heard when he said that it was he wrote it for aspiring people, uh, musicians. I was thinking he he was probably specifically meaning like people in the idol pathway hmm. because that that's sense. what he was in. Right. So yeah, he's meaning musicians, but I think he meant specifically like Korean idols. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when he said that, I was just like, man, I like I thought of Moonbin. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, don't know all the circumstances from it, but what we just from what they said, I'm like, right. And he there's someone i thought there was somebody else in the idol industry that recently also did as well i think it was a girl last year okay as well but i was just thinking like man that those lyrics because it's like really deep it's super deep talking about i feel like it was coming from the the viewpoint of the musician saying don't forget the ones who are crying when you're laughing these people live those people live because of your smile so a lot of fans are going through difficult times there mm-hmm. and this music is what helps to pull them through this is what make helps to make life more bearable when they listen to the music when they see the idol artists doing the variety shows and doing this and that and entertaining. Right. That is what makes them smile. So I think it's kind of an admonishment from him to other musicians saying like, Hey, just remember when you're smiling, you're laughing, you're having a good time. These people are looking to you for joy. They're looking to you for joy through the music, through entertainment, whatever the case might be. And be mindful of that. Because I think if you lose sight of that, then it can become just like, oh, this is a job. You know, mm-hmm. it's a job. I enjoy doing it. It's fun. It, you know, it pays me, blah, blah, blah. But it goes so much deeper than that. Music means so much more to people. Um, I was taking more the lines of like, the because he was saying like the road is tough mm-hmm. and things get repetitive. But like, right. don't forget the people that gave you flowers, you know, who are crying when you're laughing like you're a smile for them i feel like it was like encouragement to be like it's tough and hard out here and it can get repetitive but like don't like you said don't forget what you're doing is helping someone right Mm -hmm. yeah that's Mm -hmm. how i took it as and then when it becomes too much he's just like it's okay okay cry rest get mad be like this is you know get out the anger or Mm -hmm. whatever frustrations because you're human like everyone else and i was like Mm -hmm. oh my goodness i need every k-pop idol to listen Mm -hmm. to this song right now when the used to welcome you turn to fingers pointing at you because yeah people are fickle yeah i was like wow yeah and then is this the chorus, I hope your dreams don't just remain as dreams. Yeah, that is the chorus. Whenever, wherever, I will cheer Wait, you on. When the flowers wither and fall, I will cover you. Good night. When the fog goes away, I will go by blooming dream. Um, I think that is the chorus. Yeah, that is the chorus. I see it further down yeah. again. Oh, and is this kind of, he stated this with this section before too. So is this kind of like, I don't know. But yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I literally could just like read the whole song. It's <laughs> right? Just, it's just that. No, this really song is just, it's really it's good. It's beautiful deep, and yeah. deep. And I. Encouraging. It's such an encouraging song. But like you said, it's also universal in the sense that it's encouraging for you as a person. Mm-hmm. Like just going through life and hardships and stuff. Like you can still appreciate this song um, mm-hmm. anyway. And I think Wu Sung on there is also like a perfect addition. Yeah. This one's good too. When your wishes get blown away by the wind, it's okay. After time passes, it becomes a memory and a lesson. Don't forget the world the world doesn't have much patience. Don't ever laugh at other scandals because that might happen to you someday. <laughs> yep. And success will become your leash and shackles. That was a deep line, I feel like. Because people only look at success as being positive mm-hmm. without realizing it comes with a price. The feeling of walking on a tightrope will suffocate you. Just laugh loudly as if the world is floating away. Just keep hanging on wherever you are. Like, yeah, the entire song was beautiful. So encouraging. And like you said, this should be mandatory listening for any, all yeah. idols, all aspiring idols. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think this definitely was a, a special song of his. Um, and then we conclude on Life Goes On. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, Life Goes On? I'm like, what's this about to be? Like part two? Right. I was like, there's no part two. I'm confused. Uh um i haven't compared the lyrics to see if he neither have i changed anything to to um you know go with his theme but i felt like it goes with the theme of um life going on i put time brings change some good some bad some change we fear or don't want but life goes on um i think his the it is the same lyrics. I feel like it's the that same lyrics as he had his verse in Life Goes mm-hmm. On. And then he just Performing. adds some more verses. Oh, okay. Because the first verse, I'm like, pretty sure that's what he said in Life Goes On. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't know if he changed, like, you know, anything the else. Rest. Yeah. Well, because everything else, yeah, this, the rest of the song is completely new. Okay. Yeah. So he pretty much made his own version. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. But I think it goes with the theme of his album, you know. Oh, definitely. Perfectly. Yeah. So I think it was a good choice uh, to do it. Um, because he said, where's the part that I was like? The place I, this is the part that, I think this is the part that he added on. Uh, the place I passed for 10 years, a lot of hurt and glory mm-hmm. has passed. That Every memory sense, yeah. and moment I ran like this was my last, but I'm still scared. I know I know that this place will soon become a memory. Don't be scared until the end of my life. Life will go on without end. Time goes on. Some people will be forgotten like you want to. Time is like a wave. It'll be washed away like the tide, but still don't forget and look for me. This moment when everyone stopped, the foyer looks farther than usual today life goes on yeah some of these translations though i'm like uh, they're probably not 100 percent accurate but right. you get the main gist of the song mm-hmm. um yeah 
he just basically added on, like fleshed it out more for song. his own interpretation of the song. Right. This is another translation. This sounds slightly different. The chorus is this moment when everyone stopped the porch that looks far away today. Life goes on, life goes on, life goes on, life goes on. This moment when everyone fallen apart, our relationship is getting farther than yesterday. Life goes on. Yeah, I just thought it was a fitting <clears throat> end to the album because when it's all said and done, yeah, life yeah. goes on. And I think that the album itself was, I mean, it was amazing <laughs> yeah. to end this body of work as August D., to the album itself, I feel flowed very well. He kept a consistent theme of growth throughout, mm -hmm. um, which I think is beautiful to see and uh, beautiful to see also how much he's grown in his own personal life. And then he just wrote about that. So I feel like if he never released anything else as August D for the rest of his life, like this is a complete body of work. Yeah, I agree. These three, between these three, um, drops and i mean it's timeless we're gonna yeah be, we're gonna be listening to this for sure they would die yeah i definitely enjoyed the documentary on disney plus i love seeing behind the scenes stuff and just mm -hmm. seeing him going around different places talking different musicians to like get inspiration and mm -hmm. like have yeah. some fun right and i think um like you said the album is a perfect ending to the trilogy of all the struggles he had with mental health and anger he felt about different situations and just, you know, he was able to slowly process through all those things and learn to let it go mm -hmm. and realize, I think he realized that like, he wanted to be more present. Like you said, yeah. he's, I mean, he's literally said that um, in the documentary as well. Like, I think that he just wants to like enjoy life now. Right. He, I think in some He's ways it might already be, a, it, it's probably always be a thing with him. Right. Yes. You know, if that's yeah. your personality, cause I definitely have friends like that. Like it's hard for them to just relax. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you are trying to learn to grow and be better, you learn, you have to learn how to relax how to loosen up. and loosen up and have mm -hmm. fun. Cause it's just, you can't sustain that, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the great thing about him. Like, he went through all that process and now he's just like, you know what? Like mm -hmm. I'm at peace basically. Right. Not to worry so much about the future and let go of all the stuff in the past. And like, I just want to like enjoy life. And you know, he was talking about traveling and mm -hmm. he was like, I was doing that myself. I could have been traveling. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like no one was stopping him. Like why are you just all up in your house? Right. Um, just laser focused right. Things working. So yeah, I don't, I think people should take from this album of working through your stuff so you can just you can let go of that and be at peace and just enjoy where you're at in life right that's what i think um people should take from this album and 
if you don't get that from this album, you got more work to do. Because <laughs> that's basically what he was telling you to do, okay? Right. Like, forget all the society stuff, all the hypocrisy and stuff. And, like, let's just be real and honest, guys. And, like, we got to work through our stuff. And um, just be present. Mm-hmm. So, 10 out of 10, I'm excited for this concert. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see yep. my boy Sugar August D. Live music. Live music. Like the snippets they're showing in the documentary, like Sounded it's going to be so good with the live band. Like yeah. it's going to be crazy. Live band always makes it so good. So I'm ready to go. We know he's on his way here this morning. Get on that plane. He's headed to America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm ready to be exhausted. <laughs> I'm retired. But it's okay. It's worth it for our boy. Uh, any final thoughts you have about this August D D Day? Nope. Just that as always, Sugar Delivered, BTS always delivers. Like they always top themselves somehow. Yeah. Definitely yeah. ten out of ten. Well, guys, until next time. All the finger hearts to you. We purple you.